BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. (laughs) Hey, Hey, folks. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Will Dugson, with my buddy, Kev Huggin' Duggan. Oh my god, the draft is upon us. Finally, and let's not forget Kyle the Coach Duggan. <laughs> it's me. He's speechless, it's folks. Me, Mario. <laughs> He's got nothing. Um, all welcome right, back, game. Kyle. Welcome back. Hey. We missed you. Well, yeah, welcome back, back, by the way. Yeah, this is Kyle's return from Cancun. Did everything go as according to plan? Montezuma did not come back for revenge. Let's go. That's a win right there. Take the dub. (laughs) Stayed on resort. Didn't drink the water. We were good to go. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. Well, folks, obviously, this is a big episode. We've got lots to talk about because this is the episode right before the draft. So lots to talk about. We've got a bolt beat lined up and an ask bolt fam. So let us waste no time and first talk about the draft. That's right. Charger chat. Will be in attendance. I can't. I don't know what to expect. I've never been to a draft event before in my life. Me neither. Uh, I've only I've only seen it on TV, so I have no idea if this is going to be the best time ever or just like a sea of people. Like I, I think wh- it's going to be a little bit of everything you just said. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm I'm excited. We just had our little meeting with the with the Chargers about all the yes. stuff that's going to go down. So I'm freaking excited. It's going to be it's going to be rad. It's so yeah, official so now. No, <laughs> After having official. that meeting, it was just like, oh gosh, so many rules to abide by. I got to <laughs> make sure my yeah. shoelaces are tied just right. Yeah, get um, it right. Yeah. So I, we're all super excited to go there and can't wait to see everything in motion. Um, so just a couple of notes, folks, uh, for this upcoming episode. If you want to be a part of Ask Bolt Fam next week, Try to get your questions in uh, before the end of day two because uh, Friday. it's yeah. Oh, yeah. Friday. So we're going to have a pretty crazy schedule. There's all of us kind of coming to town. Kyle's flying in, flying out. Kevin's eventually going to be going overseas. He's going to yeah, be doing all that stuff like again. Three days. Yeah, no, it's going to be a really wild time. So we're going to try to record a little bit earlier. So if you have a question for Ask Bill Fan, we'll get a post out. But just know that we're going to need it by the end of day two, Friday. 
Um, and then if you want to see anything that we're going to be doing at the draft, please follow us on Instagram, uh, Charger Chat Podcast. We're going to be doing a ton of, a ton of behind the scenes stuff for the draft. Um, and if you want any more additional stuff for the draft, any more like actual like produced content, uh, we've got our Patreon folks, and we're going to be putting a lot got some plans. <laughs> up there for Patreon. Yeah, lots of plans. Uh, some of us might pass out from some of these plans. We'll have to wait and see if you want to see it. We made some adjustments to plans and yeah. one of us might die. <laughs> the stakes were raised. Let's yeah. just say a little bit. Oh God. Double down a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> so check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash charger chat. Uh, and without further ado, let's get to it here, folks. Speaking of upping the stakes, NFL fans <laughs> who drink the most. Average drinks per game. This came out recently via sports, sports shandle or sports handle. Yes. I'm going to go with sports I'm, I'm handle. Go sport, I'm going to go sports shandle. <laughs> it's way better. I prefer that actually. <laughs> the sports yeah. shandle. That's way um, they took a they took a tally, I guess, of how many drinks, average drinks per game, the fans drink in these teams. Uh, Chargers came in at number seven. Technically, with, we tied for top ten. Oh, tied. Oh, okay. Yeah, we tied for fifth. Technically, sure. okay. so you guys putting in yeah, some Olympic work. rules. We're putting, proud of you guys. Think about it this way: like, there's a lot of people that go and don't drink. So to get that That's average true. up there, there's some heavy drinkers. You're welcome. There's some. There's some putting back ten. Middle of the road, we're at 4.4. Yeah, Yeah, the Bengals. Average, you know. The nod in the fourth quarter. Those people are putting up the quota for you for sure. Yeah, because beers get shut down after three. So you're putting back seven drinks in three quarters. That's aggressive. Serious. So way to go. We're proud of you. (laughs) We made made the list. It's Bengals is one. Obviously, it's cold. That's what they're professional drinkers. And by a lot, too. They've (laughs) won by a, a pretty good margin almost these, a whole nother drink these yeah. are all really cold places so these are places that alcohol is required to stay warm during games yeah, and yeah, uh, we yes. don't have that excuse we're just really good at it yeah <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome um all right we also well, tailgate we have better tailgate cities i was gonna ask like. if you think the tailgate kind of yeah, follows like, in with this i want to know who's number 32 who's going to these games and not drinking like who's coming team? in at like what is the one? softest team Hmm. This is a good question. This is a great yeah, question. I don't, I don't know who. I want to say Cardinals, but I don't know. Arizona is kind of filthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole um, state. <laughs> yeah, it, is, it really is. The if you're whole... from Arizona, let us know. Is it filthy there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder who the softest drinking team. That's pretty. That's that, that would have been a more interesting. That's almost tweet. more interesting than the most drinks. Exactly. That's the game you want to go yeah. to. You get probably less chance of getting in a fight at those. <laughs> games. I'll drink people, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a I'm king amongst you. Well, people. I'm bringing in my four point four. I bitch. rule this land. Also, no lines. No lines at the exactly bar. easiest place to get a beer. We'll have to find out. Let's email Sports Shandle if we can. Sports Shandle uh, for the win. <laughs> uh, well, big news. Uh, that came out between last episode and this one chargers uh, signed a one-year deal with Jalen Guyton to $1.08 million. We talked about them signing last episode, yeah. but we didn't know the dollar amount. Kevin threw out eh, about a milli. A milli. It turned out he was right on the money. Close. Yeah. $1.08 million Close. salary, $76,000 signing bonus uh, to be paid by May 15th and 4,500 per game active roster bonus which is an 
up to an extra seventy six thousand five hundred dollars. So come on, that's I solid, just, man. For what for what he is capable and could do, this is yeah. a crazy cheap contract for yeah. what his out his production could be. It really does feel like a win win too for both sides, right? Jalen oh, Guyton coming off the ACL injury, he's not going to go get a big deal anywhere. He knows Justin Herbert. He knows that he 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 is that guy in our offense because we don't have anybody else as of right now. Mm-mm. So he gets to walk in here on a prove it deal, make a million bucks on the place he's comfortable and try to prove himself and go get a big contract next year. So yeah. and, and for the Chargers, you get your you get you're not handcuffed now in the draft or like secondary free agency. You have your guy for cheap and it, it's a great one year buffer for cuz the the wide receiver room is just going to be a crazy evolution with what we did with Keenan and Mike's contracts, pushing them back a year and how much we owe them next year. It feels like one of those guys is going to be gone. So there's going to be kind of an overhaul in that room next year anyway. So this one year deal, at least get you that buffer to there. It gives them a little depth too. We just need some depth because they don't have a lot of, we don't have a lot of like guys that have production and have done stuff for us in the past on the roster right now. So I'm, this is just like, like a bonus. This feels like the cherry on top. Um, so I'm, I'm really happy that we got, got them set up and for that little is pretty good for the team. Big time. Um, Daniel Pomper tweeted out the chargers GM, Tom Telesco said he has enjoyed using some online mock draft simulators. I've probably (laughs) gone through 25, 30 times, just going through different scenarios to see if something could pop up that we're not prepared for. Even the real GMs are using the, this shit now. This is crazy. Look at us. general managers we're just like them like yeah <laughs> it's i mean it is interesting that to, for a general manager to say like yeah i i mean if he <laughs> i mean he can't say he would pop onto fantasy football because that probably breaks some kind of gambling yeah some kind of rule right. that he gets right. suspended that's some crazy news happened i know on we that saw that week. yeah um so to know that he does go on a mock draft simulator and actually just to see like hey what could possibly happen what player yeah. could we end up with and be prepared for should that player end up getting there? Pretty interesting. Yeah. That's um, crazy. crazy. It is crazy. And then Daniel Popper also tweeted out Chargers GM Tom Telesco said the hope is that cornerback JC Jackson will be ready to participate <gasps> in training camp. <gasps> Who saw this coming? No way. Not me at no. all. Even I, a every, conversation like this is crazy that he's saying that. Absolutely. Every doctor was probably saying that, like, he's just lucky to be alive. Like, he's, <laughs> yeah. you know, just it's that he'll probably never play football again. And if he does, he's probably going to lose a step or something like that. But the fact that he's now going to be ready, potentially for potentially training camp. Ready. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. That's, that's huge. It's great for a roster for sure. That's just like, we dumped so much money into him and for him, not even to the thought of him to be available is like, it's crazy. Cause I had written him off like halfway. Th- We're not going to get him back for a very long time. And mm-hmm. this is way exciting like development that he, no one's really talked about JC yet. So the fact that he came out and said, that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's it, again, it, it was such a disappointment last year and I'm not disappointed in the guy because obviously he wasn't trying to get injured. In fact, he was doing everything to not be injured by getting that surgery that he had in the preseason, On the, yeah, you know, try to come out and be a hundred percent. And then all of a sudden bam gets hit with this injury. So to know that the guy is still fighting to get back out there and to, prove that he was worth every penny that we paid him for, even though it didn't really work out last season, he's going to make damn Skippy sure that whatever happens this season, he's going to give it his 110%. And I'm so excited to see this guy hit the field. 100%. Um, All right. Well, that is it for the news, folks. But with the draft coming up this Thursday, we decided to have a quick 
three-round mock draft between uh, Kevin and Kyle. I we mean, waited I could do it too, an but... entire <laughs> offseason to do this. You get one and only from us. Yeah, on these you get mock one drafts. shot. <laughs> one it feels like we need to just give in and start doing more of this stuff. Yeah. Because I, it's something that I look forward to as a listener and as a Charger fan. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to all the sources, like, what do you guys think you're getting? Who do you think is going to fall? You know, and it's like, it's just fun to hear different people's opinions. We're all going to be wrong. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just the reality of it. We're probably all going to be wrong. Um, but it's fun. And the more that I looked into it, the more I'm like, oh, my God, I do not envy our GM's job at all. Like, Tommy. So that's many options. So much going on, dude. Like. I think of my fantasy draft every year, and I'm like, I don't know what to do right now. Yeah, Who's the best available? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Who's got the highest rating? So, yeah. Um, so, without further ado, uh, let's start this off. Who should host this event? I think mm, maybe a German. A oh, Zod. it's a German named Vaja Gudel. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the 2023 <laughs> NFL draft. Uh, picking uh, round one uh, for the Chargers, we start off with Kyle, the coach, Duggan. Kyle, who is your pick in round one? Okay. So, <laughs> that voice is a, that's a tough lead in. <laughs> Sorry to follow. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so TikTok, uh, motherfucker. <laughs> You're, know, on on the the clock. Clock. You're on the clock, beach. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Okay, okay. I'm going to go fast. Here's the problem. I picked two guys in the first oh, round. You, you can't do that. Instant <laughs> no. disqualification. No, no. no. Red card. I picked, I picked two. I no, picked you can't that. pick two. <laughs> you pick I one did. of the two. No. I, this is almost like a. I picked one, but he's pro, there's no chance of him being there. Pick, so my real pick, I'll do my real pick. My and then real save, pick is, don't blow the other one because that might be my actual pick. So just pick one, and then we'll circle back well, around. If this is your actual one. pick. It's ridiculous because I don't think. Okay, whatever. All right. So you my real me, pick. You know how I roll. TikTok. My real pick that I that I think has a real has a real chance of being there for us to choose and is like a immediate game changer for us on offense is Zay Flowers wide receiver out of Boston college. I just think he gives you what our offense. It's just what we need. I don't, I, the guy over the top's great. I need the guy that can catch a swing pass and go for a hundred. I need the guy that can run underneath, draw linebackers up because they have to respect his speed. You could dump him on a five yard pass and he gets a, gets 15, 20 yards. Like that's the guy that we need right now that we just don't have. So I think with, with Justin Herbert's looming contract, you got to start drafting for need, more a little bit more than maybe best available. We got to start getting guys that can get in there and play right away. I think Zay Flowers is going to be an instant impact on our offense. Fantastic peak, Kyle. Good job. <laughs> Thanks for keeping it to just Van, you silly beach. <laughs> now picking in round one is Kev Hagen Duggan. Kev, who's it going to be? Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> So I've I said this months ago and I and I have not wavered off of this. I still feel really mm. good about this pick. Um he does two things. It's Michael Mayer, Notre Dame tight end. Um I think he he's gonna be a great receiver, a great option there. But what he's gonna bring that we haven't had a tight end do for us since Hunter Henry really is block. Yeah. 
is yeah. really get in there and make this run game better. So one player that can do two things to make our offense better. I, I would not be mad with Kyle's pick whatsoever because that's exactly yeah. what you want. But I think this is like another area of need that can make us better and maybe two facets um, on, on our offense. What I like about Michael Mayer, and I'm not like, I, I think that would be sick to get him in the first two. What I like is when you have a tight end, the whole point of the tight end is when he's on the field, it's not a dead giveaway. Right now, our tight ends are a dead giveaway Who's if, based on who's on the field. You know it's a run or a pass. Yeah. The whole point of that position is you can fake the run and play action, and then he can squeak out and get open. We don't have that guy. Gerald Everett's on the field. You're not like, oh, run. You know, like your eyes on that guy because he's going downfield. Or like Gerald, uh, Gerald, like it's just like, it's I don't know, it's too one-dimensional. One the Michael Mayer pick, it's he's such a good blocker. That's what makes him a good receiver. Whereas some people try to look at Kincaid like he's a great wide receiver, and he is. There's no, there's no yeah. element of is a Gerald like, disguise Everett element right. to him. Right. I like the idea of two tight end sets where you have Mayer yeah. and Everett on the field at the same time. Like, right. Whoa, what, what's going to happen there? You really have yeah. to be prepared. Um. So that's why I like Michael Mayer. I just think he's going to make our run, our offense better all around. Yeah, I like Very that. Can good. I give my yes. one B? The okay. <clears throat> This guy's not going to be there, but it feels like a Derwin James esque type of potential if he falls there is Brian Branch, the safety out of Alabama. Guy is a freak. I mean, our defense, our our D, our DBs are pretty scary if that guy falls to us at 21. So if he's there, you let go of everything best available, take that guy. Very good. Thank you boys for your round one picks, but those are the easy ones. Everybody <laughs> has a round one pick. How many people have a round two pick? Let's find out. Kyle's a coach, Duggan. Who is your round two pick? I'm first again, the German man. It no, goes back in force, my friend. We can snake if you like. Would you like a snake? <laughs> a snake and a schnitzel? Slippery snake. <laughs> snake and a schnitzel. <laughs> yeah, Let's... hit me with the snake. I want to hear Kevin's. Oh, here comes the pick. snake. Then he pulls the snake card. Kevin, I'm sorry. It's now your turn. <laughs> Let's go. It's the reverse um, Uno. So I this is sim- <laughs> reverse. <laughs> this is similar to what Kyle did the first round. I think Jalen Hyatt round two, um, similar to Flowers in terms of speed and what he's capable of doing. It's kind of hard with with the you know projecting what they did in college versus what they're going to be. Basically, in my opinion, Jalen Hyatt has just as good potential um, as a Flowers. Um, for us, I think that it, it's one of those kind of like thing where you don't really know until you have him on the team and he's practicing in that. So but I think they have similar um, abilities. And I think getting him in the second round, you're basically getting a similar version of what Zay Flowers is. Maybe not at the production in college, um, but I think a good option there for sure. And can, you know, help with that speed that we have been lacking for a long time. Very good. Thank you for that peak. Uh, now, back to you again, Kyle. Round two. Hit us with your best shot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so me and Kevin kind of flip-flopped. He went tight end round one, wide receiver second. I went wide receiver one, tight end two. So I, uh, just looking at the guys that are available in that range, um, Sam Laporta, the tight end out of Iowa. Um, Iowa tight ends, man. I just love that. I love big, big, big tent football. I don't know. They're they're tough guys that like to get in and block. Um, that has that George Kittle vibe, like laughing mm. while blocking type of yeah. type of energy. Um, so yeah, a guy that could catch, a guy that can block. Maybe not at the the elite level of a mayor, but 
tight end, tight end round two for me just feels like the value pick. I feel like the tight end is the position has a little bit more depth is what a lot of people are saying in this draft. Um, so being able to get your, your first round, I think Zay flowers is a stud type of guy and then still be able to pick up a guy that could come in and, and be the guy pretty much right off the bat and assemble port at tight end. So, um, that's who I, it's cool to get in round two. Very nice. It sounds very cool. It's good. I like, <laughs> all right. Well, let's bring this puppy home as they say. Uh, round three pick. Let's Vina? go back. Brings this Vina home. Brings this Vina into home base. Uh, <laughs> Kyle's the coach, Duggan. Uh, what is your round three pick? Okay. Um, yeah. So round three, this might be a little bit controversial because I thought at like, Ooh, we, need, we love controversy. There's some like you need, ed- <laughs> there's still edge is a big position that a lot of people are mocking. Um, cornerback is a big mock position with Michael Davis being on his last year. Um, I just think that that running back room is getting, it's gone. It, eventually, even if S Austin's back in a year, it's going to be a turnover. Um, somebody, we need a running back one after this year. So if we decide to go free agent market, that's fine. But I think you take another shot and see if you can hit. Um, I think Zach Charbonnet out of UCLA, a lot of people are, the, the buzz around him has been really big lately. Um, I think that that's just another local guy that you you can get in a, a good position where you've addressed two big areas of need. Um, if he's there, you you take a, take another shot. I, I really think at somewhere in this draft, we will take a shot at running back because of the Eckler kind of drama with us being like, we're not going to be able to meet your need. Even if he comes back disgruntled and plays a year, it's going to be a position that needs to be addressed. So um, I think if he's there, it's it's an it's an intriguing option to be able to try to fill that that eventual turnover. Very intriguging, Mister Chabonet. Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> uh, Kevin, take us home, little doggy, little dogskin. What is your round three pick? My round three pick. I'm going another Notre Dame guy. I think we get, and this is one of those that that. If he needs to fall a little bit, I think to land to us without us going up in the third round. But Isaiah Foskey, edge from Notre Dame, um, I think that he could just be, he could be really good. Um, he, you know, I was looking at some of his stats and looking at some of his highlights. Like he was just a consistent guy in 2021, 2022, both those years, he had 11 sacks. Um, so he's just, he gets to the quarterback. He knows how to do it. I think he is getting beat up a little bit for some technique and maybe, you know, some of those little things that people look at and then downgrade you, but he's just an all around good football player. So if he's available there in the third round and does slip to us a little bit, um, that's, that's who I'd like to see. I'd like to go tight end, go offense, offense. And then we got to get in somebody behind the to his hide paid players and on our team and, yeah. you know, Bosa and Mac. So we need to get somebody that's not like a flyer to, you know, come in there and like, you know, be ready to go. Very good. Well, there you go, <laughs> folks. That was three picks, three rounds of a mock drafting with your Charger Chat podcast with Kyle the Coach Duggan and Kev Huggin Duggan. Thank you boys so much. We'll see you at the draft. Bye. 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 Thank you, Hans. Wow. Thank you for coming in and <laughs> talking to Kevin Kyle. That was re- I really appreciate that. Thank you. Gave Thanks, me a little Hans. break. Um, all right. Well, there you go, folks. Three rounds. You quit asking. Leave if us alone. If you disagree with us, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, put it down in the comments. Let us know why. Hey, there's why only you there's disagree. only two days. There's only two days to disagree with us, really, because we'll know. But what if we hit? What, <laughs> what if, if we just rolled hits? the dice and one of us hits all three? 
that would be pretty. Never, if we could hit one, happens? though, that would yeah, be pretty Yeah, that's true. Honestly, if we hit even one, what happens? Some, something big has to happen. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Round yeah. of something, ears? I don't know. Somebody's shotgun shot? something. shot? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but somebody's shotgunning something. <laughs> um, so interesting. So Kyle, minus the branch pick, had three offensive, three offensive guys. Players. Yeah, this just felt like that's where, I don't know. It, I don't know. I don't know how I'm with you. Our offense struggled last year, and I think that that just a, feels like we're in an offensive league. You know, yeah. I don't know. It's like you score point. You got to score points. You got to keep up with Kansas City to win. Even mm-hmm. if you have a great defense, they're going to score. They're going to score thirty points a game. Mm-hmm. So you got to be able to score with them. Now you can try to load up on defense and slow them down, but just doesn't feel like anyone can do that. So mm-hmm. uh, you might as well try to score with them. We have the quarterback to do it. Take Justin to Toys R Us, let him pick whatever he wants, and let's get out on the field. (laughs) Write a blank check, please. Let him go. Blank check. That was a great movie. Give him a blank check. It was a blank. Let him go buy whatever he wants, and then, you know, let's go win some f***ing Super Bowls. There you go. Well, if you want to win some extra content, go on over to (laughs) patreon.com slash charger chat. Check out all the funny videos we got over there. Uh, I am sad to say that the streak has ended we don't have wah, any new wah, wah. patreon folks to to shout out i love shouting out everybody's name and there's just no new names to shout out so that's okay you can go on over patreon.com slash charge chat check out all the funny stuff i mean we've got a little promo video to show you let's just let's just do it let's just show it let's go oh guten tag you've joined the charger chat patreon good choice by the way <laughs> got another fun little video lined up for you guys kevin blue Welcome to the second Zoom Hangout. Kyle's here. What's up, Coach? Really? Look at the brisket brothers. Look at the brisket brothers. Look at the brisket brothers. Drive two hours to meet Kyle in Vegas. I had a 25 on 10. You Welcome back to a Coach's Corner Hollywood edition. I stopped by Blockbuster again. I reached into the movie bin. And, and it was me who was hurt in front of everybody. This is Kevin's speech to Justin <laughs> Herbert. <laughs> I trusted you. Can't love you, bye. So go check it out, folks. Patreon.com slash charge your chat. And if you don't want to go over there, that's fine. You know, it's fine. We don't need a streak. We don't need no we don't need no stinking fine. streak. Fine. fine. You can go on over to our regular website, chargerchat.com. Check out all the f- cool stuff we got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, stickers. You can chat it up with other charge chatteteers in the member section and ask questions in Ask a Bolt Fam. So go check out chargerchat.com. All right, gang, time to go on to the next segment. It is our old buddy Jason Reed at the Bolt Beat. Welcome back to another edition of The Bolt Beat. As always, I'm your host, Jason Reed, the acting editor over at BoltBeat.com. Go check us out or follow us on Twitter at BB underscore chargers. No check mark needed. Or you can follow myself at each your Reedies. It's been a little bit since I've talked here in the Charger Chat podcast. Someone may or may not have gotten caught up in the busy life of being a website editor and may or may not have forgotten to submit their video two weeks ago. I'm not pointing any fingers, but someone forgot to do that. But you know, it's okay. It was a little quiet on the Chargers front. Not a lot was going on. Um, The Charger Chat guys, I mean, they're experts. They're professionals at this. You probably would rather hear them talk than my little monologue anyways. So there it is. But I'm back. I'm back because this is NFL Draft Week. The day of recording this, we are four days away from the first round. Three days away. Four days? three days away from the first round of the 2023 NFL draft. And we still have no clue what the Chargers are going to do. So, you know, there were some Tom Telesco talks today. He talked to the media. I wanted to talk on that a little bit, but like 
It's the draft, baby. We'll talk about draft week and we'll talk about what I think the Chargers are going to do in this draft. I've gone back and forth. I've done mock drafts on PFF, Consensus Mock Board, Pro Football Network, not Mock Draft Network um, because they don't have, or the Draft Network, excuse me, because they don't have their mock draft machine this year. Kind of a big fumble by them. Oh, well. Done a lot of mock drafts and a lot of thinking, a lot of different directions this team could go. And I've landed on a position that I think undoubtedly is going to be the first round pick in the 2023 NFL draft. That being said, before I get into that, there is a little conversation I wanted to have with the podcast podcast listeners. See what you guys think. Leave a comment, leave a review, five-star review for Charger Chat with your opinions. If you agree with me, disagree with me. If you disagree, please still leave a five-star review because Charger Chat's awesome and it helps to have those reviews. We had a little bit of a Twitter debate, me and some Bolt Beat followers on Twitter, that the Chargers should or should not, if they should or should not trade down with a team like the Kansas City Chiefs in the 2023 NFL draft. So, you know, the Chiefs have been circled as a team that could potentially be potentially moved down. They have moved down in the past. They actually moved down to pick 31 last year. So it's kind of, you know, ironic that the Chargers hold pick 31. And they also are potentially interested in Zay Flowers, who worked out one-on-one with Patrick Mahomes. Now, just because he worked out doesn't mean the Chiefs are guaranteed to draft him, but Whether there's smoke, there's fire. And if Zay Flowers is there at 21, the Chiefs might just pull the trigger, move up, trade a third and a fourth round pick to move up 10 spots to pick Flowers. It doesn't have to be Flowers. It could be someone else who slips in the draft. So I brought up the point that if there is, if the Chiefs offer something fair, which would be a third and a fourth round pick, I believe it's like pick 90, pick 122, whatever it is, it's very similar to what the package was last year, that the Chargers should accept. Obviously, if there's a a package that is better, they should accept it. If there is a player that they love, absolutely love, and cannot say no about, then they should just draft them. But if that situation presented itself and the Chargers think they can get a similar comp with the 31st overall pick, they should make the trade happen. That's my argument. Just because it's the Chiefs should not keep it from happening. Some Charger fans disagree with me. They say we shouldn't help a division rival. We shouldn't give them a player they really want, yada, yada, yada. I totally get that. I get that line of thinking. No one wants to help the Chiefs. I don't want to help the Chiefs win another Super Bowl. Don't get it twisted. That being said, it's Tom Telesco's job to maximize the Chargers. It is not Tom Telesco's job to worry about what the Chiefs are doing. Obviously, you want to keep an eye on things and you don't want to just like give the Chiefs, like you're not going to give Austin Eckler to the Chiefs for a seventh round pick. But, you know, if a trade makes sense for the Bolts and it's the best thing possible for the Bolts, it doesn't matter who the trade is with. You make the trade because the moment you start passing on what could be the best situation for the team just because it helps the division rival, that's when you're failing at your job. And that's what bad general managers do. They worry too much about what other teams are doing and not enough about their own operation in the building. Um So I think if that deal's there and it's the best deal and they don't love someone at 21 and they think they can get a similar player at 31, you make the trade happen every time. If it's not there, oh well. If that's a move back to the second round with the Raiders, you make that trade every time. If it's a trade down with the the, the Colts or the... There's another team that has a bunch of early round, early second round picks, whatever, whoever it is. If you have the possibility to move down, you take the best move down package. You don't tailor it. Could you ask for a little bit more from the Chiefs? Play a little leverage game because they're a rival? Sure. Should you outright not do the trade just because it's the Chiefs and then just forcefully pick someone at 21? You probably could have got at 31. No, I think that's bad roster building. That being said, I've landed on a position that the Chargers are going to draft in the 2023 NFL draft in the first round. There's been a lot of back and forth. There's been talks about running back B. John Robinson falls, especially after the Dawson Eckler trade request. I like Ty J. Spears. Out of, um, Tulane, I believe it is. I always forget to get these colleges mixed up. There's hundreds of prospects. There's talk about an edge rusher. Maybe Nolan Smith falls. 
Maybe Miles Murphy falls. Maybe they reach a little bit for Will McDonald, the fourth. There's been talk about defensive back. Brian Branch, Alabama, could play nickelback. Would be really good. Not, not saying it wouldn't be. Some people are even saying offensive line, which is like probably the most wild take I've seen on the internet. But hey, there's an argument to be made. Why not? Receiver, that's probably the most prominent that some fans want to see, whether it be Jordan Addison with his connection to the Chargers, whether it be, you know, a speedster, whether it be Zay Flowers, who knows? I think the position the Chargers are ultimately going to draft in the first round of the 2023 NFL draft, whether it be a 21st overall pick, 31st overall pick, maybe it's their first pick in the second round. I think it's going to be a tight end. I really do. I think for multiple reasons. I think number one, Gerald Everett has one more year under contract. He is not going to be a long-term option. The Chargers are not going to be able to pay a tight end, even Gerald Everett money next year. Let's not forget that Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Keenan Allen, and Mike Williams take up, I believe it is, 56% of next year's salary cap. Not all those players are going to be on the team next year, but they are in a cap situation where they need cheap assets that can produce now. So you're probably not going to get Everett back for $5 million, $4 million, whatever it is, $6 million. And is Donald Parham going to be the starting tight end? Are we comfortable with that? I mean, I like Parham. I like him a lot, but he just was injury prone this last year. I shouldn't call him injury prone, but he was hurt for this last year. And I don't know if he's a, a tight end one. I kind of like him as a complimentary piece. I like him as a tight end three with red zone potential this year if you draft a rookie tight end. Number two, Kellen Moore's offensive system has been kind of predicated around two tight ends and having two really talented tight ends. So even if you get a rookie with Gerald Everett, there's still a lot of potential for that rookie to play a big role in the offense with Everett. And then even having Parham as your red zone threat and then having McKitty kind of slide back and do more of a blocking role, Steven Anderson type role that might be good for him after a bad sophomore season. He was good his rookie year in the chances he got maybe a little bit of a lesser role will help him. And then he could develop into that tight end three moving forward. Number three, this class is pretty deep. Like, I know there's like a stigma with first round tight ends, but the reason why first round tight ends don't usually work is because there's not this much talent at the tight end position. Yes, there's more talent that can be had in the second, third, fourth rounds. You know, I, I get there's like a, a Luke Schoonmaker. There's, you know, these guys who might fall to round two and round three that the, that people like, but the top end talent is the top end talent for a reason. And have we seen a trio of prospects of, a, of Dalton Kincaid, Michael Meyer, and Darnell Washington like this at the tight end position? Probably not. My personal favorite is Dalton Kincaid, back issues aside. I think his, his pass catching is dynamic. But even Michael Meyer, I'd be okay with. I get, I get the whole positional value thing and not wanting to take a position that has more value in later rounds. But at some point, you got to just take the best player. And the best player on the board might be a tight end. And it might really help the Chargers realize their long-term future. It gives them their starter once Gerald Everett leaves. It helps them realize their offensive potential now. And most importantly, a fifth round, a, a first round tight end would give you the fifth round rookie option, fifth year rookie option, excuse me, where you have one year of him being a depth option. And then you still have four more years under contract. Um, the same argument could be made for edge rusher because that's kind of the same situation. It'd be a depth piece that develops into a starter. But I kind of like the edge rushers in round two more than I like the tight ends. And I think this team is interested in drafting weapons for Justin Herbert. Yes, Brandon Staley's defensive head coach, but the Chargers have drafted an offensive player in the first rounds in both of his drafts. They're both on the offensive line. So they are they are committing their most premium picks to Justin Herbert in the offense, as they should. For that reason, I think they go offense. And then, yes, you're talking about wide receiver tight end. This team really likes their wide receiver room, even with it being shallow, even with Jalen Guyton. They need help. They need a returner. Yes, but they really like that top three and that fourth now. Are they really going to add a first rounder that they don't think might not even get snaps at all 
Yes, you can make the case they will develop into a starter next year, just like the tight end position, but I think they're less high on tight end than receiver, which lends them to drafting a mid-round receiver for depth and then maybe addressing a first-rounder next year because first-round receivers can make more of an impact. Rookie tight ends don't blossom as well. So if you're if you're turning over the tight end position next year and you need a rookie tight end to take over for Gerald Everett, they're not going to be as good as the second year Michael Meyer, Dalton Kincaid. They're just not. It's just, you know, it, it's hard to find these rookie tight ends that do really well. You know, even Kyle Pitts, he was good in his rookie year, but like, you know, it, it takes some time. Whereas we get rookie receivers all the time have huge impact. So if you need to add a first round receiver next year, you could, you know, feasibly get a wide receiver one or wide receiver two hopefully a wide receiver too, depending where the Chargers are picking. I don't want them to be picking high enough, but who knows? Justin Jefferson went 22. So you never know. So I think they address offense. Brandon Staley said earlier this off season that he's, they're viewing pa- their pass catchers, you know, weapons, offensive weapons, not necessarily receivers, running backs and tight ends. And if they're just looking at the best passing weapons, then it might be Michael Meyer, Dalton Kincaid over a Zay flowers or whoever else they might be considering or Jordan Addison at that selection. So I think it's going to be tight end, whether it's at 21 or 31 or 28 or 29, who knows, but that's kind of where I'm planning my flag. That being said, this is the most unsure I felt about the Chargers since covering the team, um, you know, full-time on Bolt B 2020. You know, we knew they were going quarterback. We knew in 2021, they're going offensive line. We knew in 2022, they were probably going offensive line as well. Um, this is the most unsure I feel, but I need my final prediction before the draft starts. And that is that the Chargers will take a tight end in round one, maybe an edge rusher round two, receiver round three, and then we go from there. You know, we, we add some, some secondary depth. We add some offensive line depth. I think those are, those are the first three positions that are taken. I think tight end's the first one off the board. Let me know what you think. Leave a five-star review on the Chargers Chat Podcast. Tell me what you think Chargers are going to draft in the first round of the 2023 NFL draft. Just got to make sure it's a five-star. Um, and who knows? You know, the draft might be exciting. Maybe they'll move back 10 times and they'll have 15 selections. It's an exciting time of the year. You know, Thursday night, first round's fun. My favorite round, my favorite night is the second and third round, night two on Friday. Um, and then we obviously have the late rounds on um, Saturday. So tune in, read our articles over at boltbeat.com. We'll have all your analysis and coverage on the selections um, pretty quickly and um, thoroughly as well. Don't get it twisted. And uh, it'll be fun. It's a fun time of the year. And then after this, it's the schedule release. And then we enter the dark days of the NFL calendar, but we're not there yet. So we're having fun with the draft. Um, Until next time, when we could talk about these rookies officially, next time I'm on the Charger Chat podcast, let's get back to the Charger Chat guys. Well, there you go. Jason Reed posing some interesting ideas about trading back and AFC West opponent be damned. Yeah. (laughs) Let me say instant reaction. I don't want to give. reaction. (laughs) Knee-jerk reaction. The Chiefs, Raiders, and Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> if they want our pick, they can they can just sit there and wait because they can't have it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if there's somebody that they really want, the biggest, <laughs> the the greatest gift for me on draft day is that we take the guy that they all want. Yeah. Right. For Thinking sure. Of, Even if we don't need him, let's just take that an, one. An interesting take on the NFL draft. Like, say Kevin says he likes Michael Mayer. Maybe mm-hmm. you don't agree. Uh Reed Reed agrees. Yeah. Now think so you about got that going if, he, for you. <laughs> if he goes to the Raiders, the Chiefs, or the Broncos, would you be upset? Yeah, that's a I've good been way following to, him for a but while. But that's a good way to decide if you like the player or not, right? Yeah. Like if Zay sure. Flowers goes to the Chiefs, not good. No, that ain't not good, good at, all. at all. That is not good. Yeah. So that makes me feel like maybe I really want Zay Flowers because I really don't want the Chiefs to have him. Right. Well, and you got to think of like what what other team needs are like the Chiefs. I mean, I don't know how long Kelsey has on his contractor career, but no way they're 
going to be taking a tight end. He's the Gronkowski the of the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah they might take a third or fourth round tight end, but no, not a first tight end's one. Fine. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean it. It's it's but an the Raiders interesting now, concept. They got yeah. rid of Darren Waller. Like they may be looking for that tight end one. Right. Yeah. They might. Well, knowing the Raiders, they'll probably draft like yeah. a day three tight end in yeah. round one or something like that. Classic. Classic Raiders. Um, but yeah, and then looking back at last year's draft, the 2022 draft class, I mean, it's interesting to recall that last year we didn't draft one wide receiver at all. If we go two years, I mean, there's no way we're going to yeah. go two years without drafting a wide receiver. There's got to be a wide receiver somewhere in this draft, whether right. hopefully in the first or second, like you guys predicted. Uh, but I can't imagine it going any lower than that. Just looking back at the last draft, you know, there's, there's, we, we need rounds three and four to hit this year. Like last yeah, year we drafted time. JT Woods who didn't play and Isaiah Spiller who didn't play. Those were our third and fourth round picks. So right. you got to remember that when we're thinking about who's, you know, going to be stepping up this year. Clearly Isaiah Spiller needs to step up. He needs to be yeah. a factor this upcoming year. Cause and you don't get drafted we, in the fourth round and don't see right. the field the second year. But we happen. also drafted those guys knowing who they were as developmental pieces, which I right. hate I in hate the it. third round. Don't yeah. draft a developmental guy. Yeah. But maybe it pays off now. Like they looked at what our contracts look like, knowing that not knowing that doing knowing that Nas was coming into free agency and this guy could have a year under his belt to develop, get a little stronger and a little bigger, work yeah. on his tackling, and now he could he could take off. So um, I think that's the one guy, JT Woods, looking at last year's draft class, that if he can step up and be the guy that they thought he would be, mm-hmm. man, that would that's be your big. branch. That's your branch pick in the first round. Yeah, that's what you need. Exactly. You don't need that because if hopefully he steps up in year two and he's still got two more years on his rookie contract that you can mm-hmm. enjoy that third round salary. So yeah, I, I think it's big. If you're drafting, you know, branch that you're that's saying a lot about your pick in the third round of last year's draft that he's not going to, he's a backup. You know, player. he's not the guy. He's yeah, not a right. starter. He's not the guy. So um, I think that looking at what we did last year, clearly tight end and wide receiver is something on here. I think yeah, these are the two and, and, and edge. We didn't take an edge an last edge. year either. No. So, you know, we took a fullback, not, you know, took, we took a two, gajillion we, defensive backs. We took, yeah, just right. Taylor, Dean Leonard, you know, so I I just looking at what we did last year, there's clearly things we didn't pick up, and I think right. the tight end and wide receiver position are going to go one two. But I don't know what order. How about how about that Jamari Sawyer in the sixth round? F-ing that just boss. looks so much yeah. sweeter. You need yeah. if we could have a couple of those Ridiculous. this year. Ridiculous. Let's go. Like we Come need on. that. Like that that gives me hope that there are you know scouts and what our coaches are looking at are paying off. Yeah. Um, because we need more of that. And we need we need everyone in front of Jamari to contribute. Not just yeah. our fifth, our first, fifth, and sixth rounders. We need everyone to contribute. Yeah. Now Tito Abonia so, was he was shaping up pretty solid. well. Yeah, yeah. He was he was playing solid on that line. So it was unfortunate that he got hurt. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully he bounces back from and his injury. Just your well. Taylor was great on special teams. Remember he had that oh, one yeah. block, pushed the guy that's into a him. Pick. That's he pushed big, the yeah. blocker into him when that's how he won that Denver game. Like yeah. that's and Xander Horvath looks scary gigantic in the offseason yeah, right now. <laughs> dude, they might get him set up for Guy tight likes end. To lift. <laughs> he, he might be setting up for tight end, dude. He's yeah, I'm I right. want to see more of him. Because he he's caught two touchdowns in those first two games. Right. And then <laughs> he was he's going to hear a peep from him the rest of the no, year. No, they they shut him down. I was like, what the hell's going on? So we still got some great guys on this roster. Let's see how they develop it and who we pick. It's a, it'll say a lot about the last two years of drafts based on who we picked this year. Absolutely. 
All right. Well, Jason Reed, thank you. We kind of went off on a tangent there, but Thanks, thank brother. you for an awesome yeah, bold beat, buddy. Really appreciate it. Love the thoughts and uh, can't wait to see what we do this Thursday. Uh, but that means, folks, it's time for the next segment. It's time for Ask Bolt Fam pre-draft. <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> Hi, guys. Don't jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. <laughs> I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. That's right, folks. Time for Ask Bolt Fam. And we started off with Guidebook Beats. Who asks the question? Uh, the charges going to sign JJ. Now, I'm not sure what JJ. Justin I was going to say Justin Jackson? JJ Watt? I mean, JJ Watt retired. He's retired, yeah. So I He's don't know if we're going to sign him. I think Justin J- Jackson. I think they're saying Justin Jackson. I think that's what he's saying. I don't know what, what JJ means. I don't know. Mm, I mean, like, could it granted. Mean? Well, if it is Justin Jackson, last year we signed Sonny Michelle briefly, and then we let him go. That was Um, weird, looking back. Which was, yeah, it was a little strange. (laughs) Yeah, Um, Spiller wasn't ready, clearly. I guess so, yeah. He was just not that ready. Or was was he injured for a little bit? He got hurt in the preseason, but then he was was back. He was just a healthy scratch, like, the last two-thirds of the season. He was was a healthy scratch a lot, so. So, yeah, I'm not sure if you mean... It's got to be uh, Justin Jackson because he's a free does. agent now. He went to Detroit and played a little bit, um, and now he's a free agent with the running back need. I would assume that's Justin Jackson, and I don't think that they're going to go back and sign him. They already I let him go. Did not. Yeah. He signed a cheap little one-year deal with Detroit. They so don't, I don't think. do that. When they let a player go, it's usually Dunskis. Like you, <sighs> Dude, they don't usually the only guy back. is Melvin Ingram. If we could bring back Melvin Ingram Just on for a one-year one year, deal. Go off into the oh, sunset. Win a Super Bowl. Yeah. What a pretty thing that would be. I that wouldn't would be, be mad at that amazing. if you could get him for you know so veteran cool. minimum. Just a leader in the in the locker room too. That'd be that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, guidebook beats. I'm not sure if you were talking about Justin Jackson, but thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Ed Boyum, who asked the question. Who are some names to look out for for GM if this is Telesco's last ride? Also, who makes new GM hiring decisions? Is it Dean, John, or someone else? <laughs> All right, well, you're really optimistic <laughs> about this draft, aren't you, Ed Boy? Yeah, boy. <laughs> uh, GM free agency. Well, that's, I mean, yes. Who knew there was a general manager free agency? To, <laughs> what are Here's some names thing. that we could look out for? <laughs> if they're a free agent, they sucked at their job, so yeah. I don't want them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you know, getting... like if they, I feel like there's not really much turnover in the GM world. It's like you, if you were a GM and you failed, you're not going to be a GM job again. again. Yeah, 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 yeah. You hire a guy that's up and coming, like like Tommy <laughs> T. He was one of the the guys under whoever it was with the Colts, right? Like right. you have to get your opportunity. So who that is? <laughs> sorry, my guy, I don't have my finger <laughs> on that pulse at all. Yeah, no. And they usually like the last time when they were doing this with um, Tommy T, they hired a consultant. I think it was like, I can't remember his name, but he was like a former, like the Packers, like charge of something. I can't remember, but they, you hire these guys that know the inner workings of all the teams and like who the people that work under the GM right. and like the guy that's in charge of the scouts. Like maybe there's some guy in there that really is set up for success, but mm-hmm. that I think that's what it is. And then the Spanos obviously make the decision, but I'm not, I'm not giving up on Tom Telesco yet. Let's see how we, let's see what happens this year. It's not, it's not last red. What's ride also time. coach GM just hand the reins over. Okay. Yeah. What, who, what team does that? Isn't there, 
A yeah, couple coach Patriot, GMs out there? Patriots. Oh, is it the yeah. Patriots? Yeah. yeah. And then they gave it one year. Who did they give it to? It was the Eagles. Um, Skip. No, um, he was the Oregon offensive. He was the Oregon head Sammy. coach. Oh, Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly. They gave Chip Kelly all the reins <laughs> and he right. exploded. Who did you say? What is that? Sammy. So, 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 Samson. I was way off. Way off. Um, all right. Yeah. So that's Skippy. the extent of that. Let's. Hey, good question. I'm not ready to yeah, get there Yeah, great yet. question. Yeah, keep uh, that interesting. Bad answer. We know nothing about that, but we no appreciate pulse. you asking it. And let's it, pull Ed for Boyer. another year because we do something awesome this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's do it's something not, awesome. Let's get behind the T. Come on, let's win a Super Bowl. And then we just got a G- RGM of the future. Yeah. Hey, man. Come on. Come on. Come on. Ed Boyum, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Dennis Andrew, who asked the question. Hey, guys. Hope all is well. If you had to choose 10 players from our team to be contestants in Gordon Ramsay's house kitchen, who would they be? They would be split into two teams, so five players for the blue and red teams and decide which team would perform the best. Also, who do you guys think would most likely have an argument with Gordon? I can totally see Joey and Gordon going for each other's throats the whole time. Oh, one last thing. What? Color is a mirror. Anyways, would love to hear your guys' thoughts. Bolt up in in the words of Nacho Libre. I want to win. Nacho. All right. Greatest movie of all time. (laughs) Well, this could be the greatest question of all time. Uh, Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen. We're sending Chargers to compete against each other. I think it's. I think you do beef versus beef, offensive line versus defensive line. Okay. Go beef on beef. Call. Let's get the starting five for the for the uh, Chargers offensive line. Okay. Um, lead is uh, Lindsley. Sure. Um, captain, team captain. Team captain. Yeah. Team captain. Um, yeah. And then D-line, you can really go whatever you want. I think Joey's in there for sure. Oh, um, yeah. You got Sebastian Joseph Day. Yeah. Um, Morgan Fox. You know. Yeah. Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack. One more. And Austin Johnson. Austin Johnson. Tito's alternate. Nah, I think those are good head-to-head um, foodies. Okay. Teams. Yeah. So who do you think? Who do you think would ween? Ween offensive linemen. Yeah. They eat yeah, all their foods. Bit, yeah, it feels like offensive linemen are more like meticulous and like we follow it's, the recipe. This you know? gotta have the step. Uh, okay. The, yeah, yeah. Like I have a playbook and I follow the recipe type of thing. Mm, that could yeah. be yeah. important. Um, I think the okay. defensive linemen will have better knife skills. <laughs> Like, Swim. you know, double yeah. swipes. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'll be able to really sure. get that shit True. clean and <laughs> cut. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's how I feel about that. Who's most likely to get in a fight? With Gordon. Gordon Ramsey. Joey will probably throw his f***ing helmet at him or something. Uh, <laughs> I know. Hat, Joey a- definitely apron. feels... He feels a little bit like a loose cannon right Wild now. Wild card, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the last thing I remember about Joey is him really blowing it for us at the end of that yes. game. Yeah. Well, no, um, and screaming at fans at his brother's playoff game. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. funny, actually. I like He's that He's a little one. bit of a loose cannon right I now. I like it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah, I could see him arguing. And then uh, uh, what what color is a mirror? Silver? Silver. I'll go silver. Yeah. Wow, we agreed. I, guess, Adam, that's easy I can't think don't, of don't do this. Don't I can't do think this, of anything Adam. better than silver. No, I can't. chrome. I mean, I don't know. Like, I would you consider chrome, chrome a color? Clear or a finish. Clear. Is that a color, or is it just dependent on what it's reflecting? 
determines its color. I think that was the reason for the question to be like, to make you really think like, oh my God, does mm. color go in mirrors? Yeah. Yeah. But my brain hurts with that. We'll go uh, silver, Dennis silver. Andrew. Silver. Yes. Final answer. Silver. Thank you for asking the question. We won the ween too. I want to ween. Let's go on now to Boltville 714. Oh, shit. Who asked the question. Hey, what's up, Fatos? <laughs> I heard you guys are going to be kicking it with the homie Bolt Up 559, a.k.a. Patrick, a.k.a. Patty with the fatty from DHPC <laughs> Central Valley out there in KC. Whatever you guys do, do not. I repeat, do not. Let this fool out of your sight, essay. The homie has a way to find his way onto the stage to perform his signature thunder strut and twerk with twerk what his mama gave him. The bigger the stage, harder the shakes, okay? <laughs> also, the homie likes to drink but can forget to hydrate. Can you please remind that Vato to drink some water and take care of him for us? Kid, love you, bye. We'll take care sucks. of Pat. Yeah. It really, really <laughs> sucks. Water <laughs> sucks. Yeah, well, uh, yes, yeah. we will. I, I might need him to look after us, actually. But Well, there's well, three of us to keep our eyes on him. Yeah. Make sure he doesn't get out of our sight. Yeah. We, we, we each just need to keep one eye on him. Yeah. The other eye can <laughs> three be eyes. somewhere Tag else. Team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I hope he yeah. thunder struts. That'd be dope. Oh, that would be Dude, awesome. If he, he has so much energy, stage, that'd be awesome. So much energy. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. He, I'm. I'm sure they'll probably pick him to to make a call. One of the, uh, um, one of the players in that. Third I hope day. so. That'd be. I hope that'd so. be a smart move by the NFL to do to do that <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah, the NFL <laughs> thunder strut. <laughs> the NFL. Um. All right. Well, yes. We'll we'll do whatever we can to take care of Pat. But uh, thank you. For asking the question, Boltville 714. Let's move it on now to Sherd, who asked the question. What night one pick slash picks would give the Chargers an A plus grade for the night? If they go 2020, they go Zay Flowers and get Michael Mayer. Trade up and go get both those guys in the first round. Mm. That would be A plus night mm. for me. And I'm good mm. not having anything on day two if that mm. if it comes to that. <laughs> Like that'd be a plus. Up second and third. You got Zay Flowers and Michael Mayer. I'd be pretty a plusy. I mean, that is an interesting thought. A lot of people are talking about either trading back or working with what we got. Not a lot of people are talking about trading up. If you got the to guy, get a couple of stuff. If you got the guy, if, the, if somebody says, say, uh, say you go Zay Flowers or whatever, you go Zay Flowers on our our pick, and then at mm -hmm. twenty at twenty eight twenty seven, Michael Mayer is still there. You get the fuck up there and go get him. You get up. I don't do like. It. Let's get, get if, he, if he's the right guy. If he's the right guy for you, go get him. Yeah. Um. It's the same thing with what um Jason said about trading back. If your guy's there, and you can get the trade in, and it it will set us up for success. Go do it. Yeah. We see what our th third and fourth third round picks do lately, and it's, I don't need it. I'm good. We we don't need it. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a roster spot for just now. A, yeah. It's just a developmental thing. You know what I mean? Let's get some starters for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, Shirt. Thank you for asking the question. Am I the Let's only one on now? Am I the only A pluser? All right. You guys gave me the I A can't think of anything better oh, than that. Getting yeah, both Zay Flowers and Michael Mayer. I mean, like, what I else could like, you ask for? I feel like my A plus is going to be dependent. It's so, there's so much grading on a curve. If <laughs> it just feels like you got to see what happens before you can give an A plus. Who's there that you didn't pick can depend on if it was an A plus or an A or a B, you know, like, mm -hmm. oh, you. Like, yeah, those are both great guys, but that guy slid all the way back. It's like, I pick Zay Flowers, but if Brian Branch falls all the way back and they pick Zay Flowers instead, 
then he goes from an A plus to a B type of thing. Well, and there's other people that like want B. John Robinson more than anything in the world. And they're like, right. if they get, if he yeah. falls to 21, awesome. Oh, trade up. Go get Dude, save flowers. The, go none get of the get mocks. Po- none of the mocks that I've done have ever had Bijan falling to us at twenty one. I don't. Like, there's that, too much. There's so much hype around him right now. It just yeah. doesn't feel like. Uh, it doesn't feel I like. I don't he's think gonna he's going to be there. Yeah, I don't want to, you know, harsh on anyone's buzz, um, <laughs> for that. But I don't. If think he's, he's there and we there. draft him, what's the grade? I give it a B plus. Yeah, at twenty one, I think it'd be cool to have. It's just for me. I mean, I'm looking at if we could trade very, back and still get him. I don't think that's gonna even happen. <laughs> I give that the further you go back in twenty one, you pick and up, you still if get you pick him. Pick up a third. You go back a couple picks, pick up a third, and still get him. That's a plus for sure. Okay, one hundred percent for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there you go, sure. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Hangry Seth, mm. who asked the question. Dadgummit, I did it. I asked a question every week up to the draft. Shoot, I don't even know what to ask. (laughs) So here's my prediction for Thursday, and let me know what you think. First round, no freaking idea. (laughs) I'm going with the best graded on the board. Second, who cares? Bolt up. Carry <laughs> up your back. I'm oh, proud of him. He, 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 he has been listening to too much Charger Chat. I love him. <laughs> Fuck it. Whatever. Let's ride. <laughs> whatever. whatever. Whoever they are, they're a Charger now. So bolt up. Let's go. That's right. I just, I'm proud of him. He committed to this. What was it? Eight weeks ago? Seven weeks oh, ago? Yeah. He's Good like, I'm going to do it every day leading up to the draft. And he did it. And guess what? Streaks are meant to continue. <laughs> and he had no idea who to pick after asking the questions all those yeah. weeks. Hangry. Well, Don't we make... didn't help him because we didn't really talk about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we failed you, Hangry stuff. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't yeah, give up. This, Let's keep this, this going. This is what dude. our listeners feel about the draft. I don't know. And who knows? And yeah, who knows? What you going to do? Who cares? But, well, it's, it's pick 21. I mean, like, can you yeah. successfully predict the first 20 people that are going to go in this draft? No way. No. No way. I mean, maybe one person. There's probably going to be one person who's going to get all of those right. And God bless them. I don't know. Let's do it. Let's fill out a full 31 pick. <laughs> Let's do a bracket. <laughs> well, come on. And then whoever gets the whoever gets the least right has to buy drinks the rest of the night. Deal? Oh, no, that sounds fun. Let's go. <laughs> that sounds fun. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Deal. Deal. All right, just me and Kevin will do it. Adam never said deal. <laughs> Adam doesn't want to do that at all. Like, nah, I'll, I'll 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 fill one out. Otherwise, I can't partake in the drink. So, <laughs> okay, um, okay, okay. All right, Hangry Seth, thank you for asking the question, and uh, let's move it on now to Mister Peckar, who asked the question. Oh, oh boy, the draft is near, and it seems like all mock drafts do not agree on who our charges will pick at twenty one. Oh boy. Without many dire needs that a round one pick will fill, is there a position or are there any positions that you do not want to see the Chargers draft at 21? Oh, till next time, I'm out of here like a BM after eating Taco Bell. Stay spicy, my friends. FDR, Charger Jet Patreon, ride or die. Kate, love you. Bye. Oh, Oh, oh boy! Oh, oh boy! Oh boy! Spicy Taco Bell. Um. <clears throat> all right. Great question. Who could the Chargers? Who do you not agree will be our Chargers pick at twenty-one? All right. So here's what. What about and what not make the this? obvious ones like quarterback? Don't say that. Kicker. Don't say right, that. right. 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 What do you think about this? Okay. 
I'll go through the like on the chargers.com, their website of their mock draft tracker 8.0. So the most recent mock draft tracker. Oh, yeah. Gets everybody I'll from say around. The name. Yeah, yeah. It, it pulls in all the pros, like all of the analysts who they think we're going to draft. Okay. You guys tell me if you would be excited about the pick or not. Okay. okay. Or if you think it's a fit. All right. Okay. Mel Kuyper has Jordan Addison from USC. I'd be a little disappointed with that. I would be. I he's I would not be a little bummed. He's not my near the top of my wide receiver. I'll be hyped if we get him, but I would be. If he's a Charger, let's go. Yeah. As of right now, I don't know if I'd be super. It's not bummed. that I don't want him. I'm not that interested in him. Yeah. Right. Like I agree. Okay. Yeah. Sam Monson has Quentin Johnston, the TCU wide receiver, who is a freak and a big big boy. I'd be good with that. He has no business falling to us. If that happens, that's awesome. He's just, he feels like Mike Williams. I don't know if the fit is there. It's almost like having two Mike Williams on the field, which I've never seen before. 50 <laughs> 50. Bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pans out. Never seen I that. Think, <laughs> I think it goes 90 10 if you have two guys like that. You just put them right next to each other and just jump ball it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, what do you do? You run the same yeah. route and they're just right next to each other. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. All right. Ryan Wilson has Bijan Robinson running back out of Texas. I just don't think this is going to happen. It just doesn't make it doesn't like he's exciting and he's awesome. And he recently said one of his favorite, his favorite running backs are Barry Sanders and Ladanian Tomlinson. I know. So I just immediately was like, I powered up a little bit more for him when he said that. Um, I just don't think he's going to get there. I don't think he's going to get to us. I don't. And if he does, I'm going to panic. Which is odd. If he gets to to us at 21, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to panic a little bit because I'm going (laughs) to be like, fuck, that'd be cool. Fuck, we need other stuff. Is it too much? Yeah, I agree. Too much. The thing is, like, even at 21, us as a fan base is like, is that too early to draft him? And and we're talking about him not even getting to us. What the other fan bases are thinking, like, well, shoot, are we going to draft him? Think at about 15? ESPN if we drafted Bijan Robinson. Everyone would be like, they're going to have the best f-ing offense of any team this year. Like that's <sighs> the kind of the storylines that. Think about what the general people that don't really know our team are going to look at and be like, oh wow, they have the best of the best in that position. Accidentally, it fell to him. I so, mean that what he is the top running back of the draft. That, that's I mean, the there's thing, no like, question about that. Yeah. Now we're talking like I don't think he's going to get there. Right. Like that's the feeling. Yeah. If he does get there now, it feels like you got to steal. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, having okay, a so, having a top player at that at any position fall to 21. Right. That's that's and pretty awesome. So and the thought is like you don't pay running backs their sec their third contract, right? Mm-hmm. So just you're gonna pay him a little bit more being that he's a first round pick, but you get him in the prime, right? Fifth like year option he's at too. his best. Yeah. Right. All right. So next option. Of, there's other guys that have those same picks, but the next one is right. tight end Dalton Kincaid out of Utah. Everyone loves him. He's an amazing pass catcher. He really is. He's just not the all around tight end we need. We have. I just. Yeah. I'm not that excited about him. I'm really not. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just. He's flashy and he's exciting. He had some huge plays, but he's just. I, I, we need an all around guy. Like, yeah, we need a Hunter Henry. Yeah, we, we, we need. Of. It's Michael Mayer, dude. It's just the yeah. best. The best tight end for us right now. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, next guy is Jackson Smith Njigba, who is projected as the number one overall wide receiver in the draft. Right. I mean, again, talking about getting a number one at a, at a position like that, going all the way to 21. That's best available, dude. You do it. You got to do it. It would be weird, though, if you start, if you saw like other wide receivers going before him, because if he was the number one, Overall, and nobody's picking them up. It makes you go, wait a minute, why What's going ain't anybody on? else picking them up? Yeah, yeah. All right, and then the final one. This is 
I have not heard this guy going to us at 21 before. Um, Ian Cummings from Pro Football Network has edge rusher Will McDonald IV out of Iowa State. Here's what he says. On my personal board, this is a little too early for Will McDonald, but it's justifiable given the way the Chargers will use him. McDonald is a tailor-made to be a 3-4 outside linebacker with his searing explosiveness off the line. He also has elite proportional length and high-level bend capacity. His blend of tools can be overwhelming for opposing tackles. Hmm. I want to. We need to win now. I'm not looking for a backup. You're, you'd be drafting yeah. a backup, essentially. Right. You know, he right. probably wouldn't be on the field for 50 percent of the snaps, if less. Right. You want to for you I, for me. I'm, my first rounder needs to be out there on the field the whole fucking time. I know you're yeah. planning for the future, but I just don't. That doesn't seem. It's like a Zion Johnson last year. You draft a guard pretty early, but he's the he's a stud. He's your starter. Play. He's right. in. Let's go. So, yeah, I don't. I'm not thrilled with that one. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, Mr. Pekar. We threw out some names. There's some highs and lows there, but uh, let us know down in the comments who who don't you want us to pick uh, in the upcoming draft. We gave you ours. Would and, it be uh, funny if we're at the draft and we're like in the circle and we draft them and we take a picture with the guy <laughs> we did not want? <laughs> F*** Jordan Edison. This is awesome. Look at this guy. <laughs> Look at this love yeah, you. Don't watch our last episode. <laughs> Super Bowler bus. They're going to kick it off the internet. Yeah, let's delete this. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real bold of us right now. <laughs> bold moves. Cotton seeds. That was a bold move. Off. That's Maybe right. Cut that out of the show. All right. Thank you for asking the question, Mr. <laughs> Peckar. Let's move it on now to Daryl Sandlin, who asked the question. Hey, guys. The draft is here, and the witch is dead. The witch being the way. <laughs> now. We've talked about the possibility of us trading down. But looking at who's behind us at 21, who do you think we could trade with and what would you want in return? Also, is it just me or do you guys have the funny feeling on Ecola trade may happen during the draft? I'm hearing rumblings that a swap with Philly may be in play. But then again, every team and Roma is full of poop during this time. Hoo-ha! Thanks, guys. Let's get to Thursday night and can't wait for the reaction episode. Can't love you, bye. The Chiefs. You, okay. Don't, I don't want to fucking give the Chiefs anything of mine. I don't, like, they can't, they've already taken so, we, so much from me. You can't have anything else. What if, but you're talking about, we don't want to give the Chiefs anything, but what if that means that the Chiefs have to give us more? You're well, taking wanna, more away from the Chiefs. By giving them that's as a do you, you know what, what? how dare you being so glasses half full with that shit yeah, yeah. I, no they can't have my first yeah. <laughs> 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 um no Just I don't your mind, I don't want to I don't I don't even like the idea that Tom Telesco could have their phone number or talk to them on a regular basis like that bothers me <laughs> F- that. If giving them our apple means we get two apples. Well, two of the apples are a little smaller. But two smaller apples don't always necessarily make a big Fuji or big honey crisp. You know what I'm saying? Do you want one giant honey crisp or two little galas? F*** that. Keep the honey crisp. (laughs) Apple analogies. (laughs) Apple analogies. Boom. You're welcome. I'll trade you my honey crisp (laughs) for... A galaxy and a grapple, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so no, all right. I don't want to trade with them. But that's who I, I don't. There's some other teams here that absolutely you could trade with. You know, uh, some somebody that doesn't bother me would be the Giants. Sure, <laughs> Dallas, any NFC team. I just don't want to make any. We already have all these. We just got. Fucking Aaron Rodgers is now in the yeah, AFC. He's now like, in the AFC. We, we don't play need this year now. anyone yeah. good in the AFC. We don't need no. any more. Just leave no. leave us alone. Give us a leave chance. Us <laughs> like right when we're at our peak, when we're getting fucking ready to do what we need to do in the AFC, everyone's like, "All right, let's go fuck this up for the Chargers. Let's get yeah. everyone in yeah. here. Come on now, let's, let's go party. start some shit." <laughs> um, Aaron Rodgers. I haven't heard about this uh, this trading uh, Eckler to Philly or something like that. If they want to trade, like, yeah, I, I don't know, dude. Eckler, I've gotten kind of that, weird. That, 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 yeah, that day is that day is done. Eckler's not being traded. I think I he I could. I think he could. I think something could no. happen last minute. I really do. I don't know, dude. No one's gonna give up. What? What? No one's gonna pay him what he wants. That's the biggest issue. Right. If somebody were, they would have done it by now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Chargers, the Chargers have control of his contract. They can trade him without his <laughs> approval. They could yeah, move. They could move no on. No one wants him. They you have to. They have to want to give up draft picks and pay him what he wants. I just. I no just don't. Gonna I'm do not that. gonna. I'm not gonna cancel it out. I still think there is a world where something could happen on draft well, day, and that comes up on the TV, and you're like, "Oh, Kevin, what just happened?" It could happen. I mean, it, we're I'm looking at each other like this. I didn't see Cleo Mack coming to the Chargers no. last offseason. No, it mm. could happen. I just don't think it will. Yeah. All right. I think we covered it all, Daryl Sandlin21. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Mish Kyle, who asked the question. Cool name. My birthday is Thursday, round one. Is it my fault if we trade back to round two and don't have a pick on Thursday? If we do have a pick on Thursday, no matter who it is, should I get that jersey? I only have one jersey, and it's an old Rivers jersey. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to afford a lot of Charger swag because I spoil my family uh, more than myself a lot. I mean, my 18-month-old son has more swag than me with two Charger onesies and a Herbert jersey. But I think it's time I try to spoil myself. So, without knowing who our first-round pick would be, would you commit to that jersey? I could commit to that jersey. I feel like a Herbert <laughs> just can't. Just can't. If you, it's. It sounds like this is going to be a prized possession that you're not going to get a new one every year. Get a Justin Herbert. I was just about to say that. you're going to have that be for, here fi- for the next if, 15 if, years. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have be able to wear that a lot. Yeah. yeah, get a Justin Herbert powder blue and just live in it. Kyle, I'm so like <laughs> I was just about to say that exact thing. Yeah, yeah. I get mean, the it's jersey just given. and get, get yourself a onesie as well. Don't <laughs> let onesie, the baby have all the onesies. onesies. Get true. yourself a Why onesie. Why are not adult onesies? You know? <laughs> <Good> question. <laughs> I don't. You want to keep that shirt tucked in? I want to have some snaps down there. Let's go. <laughs> pop pop. Some quick Put release. Me <laughs> Put me in, coach. <laughs> Um, but I mean, on the other hand, I, I agree. I think if you're going to get a Jersey and you don't have a Herbert Jersey, yeah. start off with a Herbert Jersey. Yeah. Especially but if you have to, the, the Philip rivers one, you get the, yep. It's a good financial Herbert. future. Like you, you yeah. are set up for success yeah. for the next it's 10, more of an investment. Years. Yeah. Yeah. It's investment in but the future. Given how, at least with the Duggan brothers, the first, one of the first two picks is going to be probably an offensive player yeah. who's probably going to get it's some fun. good playing time. 
It's I think fun. that's a fun jersey to get. No, so I'd be down. And it's on your birthday. I, it's it's a fun little connection thing. Look, treat yourself and get yourself. Sounds more than like one you jersey. deserve it. Yeah, I you think you go do you. We're proud yeah, of you. For do you for a day? Putting the fans. Maybe a kids. jersey, like a shirt jersey a shirt of the draft jersey. pick. <laughs> I've never real heard of it like that. Or like one of those sick jersey tank tops. Like kind of mm. give yourself some options. Maybe the money you would spend mm. on a blow it on like one big jersey. Sure. Get a couple jersey. like more custom yeah. rad things. You know what I mean? Lower level jerseys. Yeah. 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 Feel you. Yeah. All right. Mish Kyle. There you go. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Lexi M. Oh, hi, Lexi. Who asked the question? It's been a rough few hours and I need some fun in my life. My question is. What is the one question you've always wanted to be asked but never have? You have to give the question, but answer it as well. Bonus question. What is your favorite non-princess Disney movie? Hoping for some positive stuff. Appreciate you guys. Okay, love you. Bye. Well, sorry you're having a tough day there, Lexi. Yeah, We're... I'm sorry, Lexi. That's Nobody yeah. wants to go through that, and we'll do whatever we can to try to... Make your day a little better. God, the pressure's um, on. I hope I don't f*** this up for you, these Lexi. These are tough. Yeah. Yeah, what a tough question. Like, what's the one question you always wanted to be asked but never have? Huh. <laughs> Who's That's my favorite fun. brother? <laughs> Ooh. I'm your only <laughs> brother. Oh, okay. Yeah, Trick question. He doesn't have a choice. Uh, <laughs> Kevin. It's Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, the one question you've always wanted to be asked, but you never have, are you a better golfer than Kyle? And the answer to that is answer? not yet. <laughs> not yet. Good <laughs> <answer>. <laughs> I will be. <laughs> never going to have it. Yeah, well, I've on the, the driving range three times this week already, and I brought my baby and put him in a stroller right next just, to the driving I'm, range. I'm in your head. I, yeah, I'm just and like I, this Mount Everest every time that you I, will never conquer. Every time I drive that fucking ball way far down the range, uh, it's and then had every your time you shank it. it, you're like, that's what's going to happen when I that's play That's what's going to hold me back. So I'm, I'm yeah. going to shank you. Tighten it up. Golf's a mental game, do. dude. Golf's a mental game. Yeah, you just I'm don't have it. fucking strong up there. <laughs> <laughs> What you got, Wooldog? I'm trying to think. That's such a outside-the-box question of what kind of question would I want to be asked but never have. It's like it's like a riddle. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm trying to, like, is it is the answer a barrel? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm, like, looking uh, for the answer. Where is I it? don't know. <laughs> would I like to... Uh, would I like to be the voice of the Chargers? And the answer is yes. See. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> yeah, I've never been asked to work for the Chargers. And yeah. I would love to. Work I would for the love Chargers. to. Great answer. Yes. Change, I agree. My same answer. Change mine. Kevin, would you like $10 million? Yes. No. <laughs> See, I would like $10 million. You keep it. You filthy $10 keep million. It. Yeah. All right. And your favorite non princess Disney movie? Tough, man. So we're counting Pixar, obviously. I think we gotta. We gotta go. We gotta go. Pixar. Yeah. Hit us I up. know. I know. Mine would be Up. up. I love Up. Up is my one of my favorite movies. Good. I love Up. I gotta go. Toy Story, just because it like it was part of my childhood, sure. big time, and now my kids watch it nonstop. So I think mm -hmm, even though yeah. the graphics and the style of it is a little older now, to, I, I gotta go. Toy it Story. Holds up. Hey, and it Justin Herbert. Up. 
like Toy Story, if you all remember that video, and him dressed up as like a little Woody. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Um, one of my all-time faves is Cars. I love that movie. I just do. Yeah, lightning, <laughs> lightning in there. Lightning I like with, it. Yeah, like yeah, as bolts involved. Yeah. Mm. Good answer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, there you go, Lexi. Hope you hope your day is getting better. And uh, hey, hey it can't be as bad as how bad I am at golf right now. So it really, you know, let's work on this together, and we will both beat Kyle. We'll get through this together. Probably That's not. right, Lexi. Maybe Kevin not. Um, let's move it on now to Ulysses Pineda. Certified fresh. Who asked the question? Salutations from Redwood City and Die High Boat Club Bay Area. Man, oh man, I am hyped. Jalen fucking Guyton is back. I am still self-soaked, wink, wink, thinking about that deep ball TD head voices the Giants two seasons ago. Anyway... You guys talked about this enough already on last week's episode, so here's more of a oh yeah daddy moment. Here's the real question. What is the best game you guys have attended in person? It can be a win or loss if you'd like. For example, my favorite game ever attended was at Green Bay back in 2015. Our Lord and Savior Felipe Rios had 500 plus yards Keenan Allen was on pace to catch 20-plus balls before he got hurt. But the goal line stand by Green Bay happened right in front of me and softened my wiener. <laughs> Second best game I attended was at Kansas City in 2018 on TNF oh, shit. when we went for two-point conversion to win it in regulation. This time, all our wieners, all their wieners were softened. <laughs> I, must have, <laughs> I must have gotten one hour of sleep that night and flew back to the bay to find out upon landing that my boss gave me the day off. Such an uplifting moment as a Chargers fan, especially considering he is a Patriots fan. K, love you. Bye. Don't jam a finger right up his butt. Is what you do. <laughs> Oh God, that's awesome, dude! Welcome, I'm good yes, to have you, fellow DHBC member. I love it, love that. Yeah. All right, so best game you have attended in person? God, I'll go first. The it's recent, and it was last. It was uh, Staley's first year when we beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead, um, and I had mm-hmm. my son and Josie with me. Um, and just that, and then going down to the alley when the game was over and all the players were leaving and I really got really creepy and fanboy and yelled all their names and (laughs) now a lot of them waved at me and it was pretty cool. (laughs) Awesome. Pretty cool. That's a hard, I don't, I don't know. Like I have so many games popping into my mind right now. One was Mm -hmm. me, Kevin, dad at Qualcomm watching the chargers clinch a playoff spot with the last second against the chiefs. Yeah, it was against the Chiefs. Chiefs shanked a field goal as time expired in regulation so mm, to give us a ch- shot in overtime. And then, <clears throat> I don't know, like anytime that I've taken my son and we've won, I remember going, we, me, Hillary, and the boys went, uh, and we watched the Steeler game. Remember when um, Justin got punched? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, late. yeah. Yeah. So we were there at that game, and it went super late. Um, and it was like a back and forth. And the whole time, Hillary was like, no, we're going to win. Don't worry about it. We're going to win. We're going to win. And so the win. whole time, I had this like, weird piece about like us being down and then and just just so everyone knows hillary 
doesn't always like call it. her shot, but when she does, no. I would say she has like a 98% success rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she's sometimes crazy. I'll ask her and I'll be like, are we going to win? She's like, I don't know yet. I haven't seen it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, fine. But then there's times she's like, yeah, it's done. It's a done deal. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah. Go enjoy the game. And we win for sure. It's a crazy thing. <laughs> she's so thing. wise. Yeah, it sounds weird. insane, but I've seen it. It's Dry true. land is like, not a myth. I've seen dude, it. It happened. <laughs> when this, we beat the Steelers. I was stressed the whole... And then again, this year, against the Broncos, we beat them in overtime at home. It was me, Hillary. I don't know if the boys... Yeah, and the boys. We were all... in my youngest son, who's, who was only like two months old at the time, we were all there, and we won at the in overtime. And the whole time, she's like, don't worry, so babe. Cool. We're going to win. It's going to get done. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Anytime you just have memories with your family, like, even rad. if the game's not incredible... It's just being there with with the fam is the best part. And this last year, going with you guys to week one, beating the Raiders, that was freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. that was a rad. Uh, I mean, yeah, going to week one, beating the Raiders and beating them pretty handedly, like that felt amazing. And hey, <laughs> and uh, and then I would say probably going to Kansas City with you guys too. Like that was such we a won, fun game. We won that game. We won that game. Yeah. yeah. That was that 2020. That was COVID year. Yeah, that, no one had ever been to a game. That was right? huge because we finally yeah. got out of the house. That was the first time I had like really yeah. been anywhere. Um, right. Because they mm-hmm. allowed the game and we were able to go. And like that, that's actually was very memorable. And we, we yeah. won. That was huge. That was a huge memory. Yeah. So, all right. Well, there you go. Ulysses uh, Pineda, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Danny Lags, hey. who asked the question. Hey, you young bucks. <laughs> bet, bet, bet. Welcome to the Furious Four. First match in a huge oh, area no. with a thunderstruck oh, raider's boat snapped in half in the middle of the ocean with the sails and mainmast as the only things above water bring out the 20 foot long 5000 pound great white shark versus a fully armed valhalla crazed viking Mortal Kombat rules. Best out of three rounds. Fully healthy each round. Who wins? P.S. What would be each of their fatalities? (laughs) It's finally happened. We're finally nearing the end of this bracket of crazy things fighting each other. And we started off with the Great White Shark versus the fully armed Valhalla. Now, he kind of finessed this one a little bit more by saying best out of three rounds and getting fully healthy after each round. So who's going to win? I'll give you 10 seconds to think about it. I got six words. Six words for you. You ready? Smile, you son of a bitch. The Vikings winning (laughs) this. He's hands down winning. You didn't even give us a three, two, one, Kevin. What are you doing? (laughs) Viking. I just think that's so stupid. <laughs> no. Wait, Adam. I love that it's think? not just a disagreement. It's that you are the dumbest piece Adam. of shit. <laughs> Honestly, that's how I feel. Dude, come on. You've seen Jaws? Are you, do you think that these Vikings are like Thor or something? Yes, pretty much. They're super strong. They have an axe against... And the only thing visible above water is the main mast. But he's got... tail. So he's standing Otherwise, there, it's just water. holding on to a mask like, I still, on a pole with an axe. I still feel like confident. This. I do. I do. I feel Have you confident. seen Shark Week when the <laughs> sharks and and they jump out of the water to kill seals? The Vikings and then, jump and they can 
dig into their back and take a ride while cutting them up Bubba. under the water. Don't bubba buddy. me. Don't buddy me either. Bubba. Don't bubba or bu- look, buddy. <laughs> you get bubba you get an me. axe. You get an axe into a twenty foot long great white shark. Are they even gonna feel that? You just gotta hit them on the nose, man. They don't oh know what to do. God. That's how you get rid of a shark. You hit them on the nose. That's round one. Give them a hit them on the nose. You think he could take him two out of three rounds? You just gotta blind the fucker, and he's fine. I don't agree. <laughs> I, I got to go with Kyle on this one. Yeah, if if the majority if it was of on the, land or something, like then Vikings. yeah. <clears throat> I just I'm pretty don't. sure I agreed to get the Viking into this. So you, you did. barely. You Thank did. you. Uh, I think in a, because the arena is mostly water. Give me a different arena. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking about like the great white sharks in a pool and the rest is land, then yeah, right. I'm probably going to give it to the Viking. But yeah, and he can like jump in, axe, and then swim out and then jump in, axe. Give it like, or if he's in like or a just hanging boat. around, and just like over the edge, just swinging around wildly. Yeah. Yeah. If he's in like an actual full or break boat. the pool and let the shark drown or something like that. Yeah, there's different options. You're in the middle of the ocean with a sail, like, and you're sinking, technically. So. You're yeah. on a time. You're on a time crunch. I'm, and but because he's fully, he said fully armed, Valhalla. Yeah. So he's. But well, what else lots. does he have besides an axe? They don't have. They're not like knights. I'm sure they, they don't have, have spear. Armor. I'm sure they got all kinds of shit. <laughs> you're, you don't even know. You're just, you're just like. Well, I'm sure he's got guessing. a scope and a rifle, and yeah, he's hanging off bitch. the mast. He's googling. His his face just lit up. I can see his <laughs> safari window. <laughs> Now Google Chrome is going. I will. Right I'll now. give you this, Kevin, because there's three rounds. I'll say the Viking maybe wins one round. Okay. Yeah, maybe he, he like figures out a strategy eyes. to win yeah. win run one round. But I think the shark is going to. He has three. a sling. Oh, oh yeah, that's a rope really sometimes a leather. Cup. <laughs> you're, you're hoping for David versus Goliath here. <laughs> we need in an, the water. We need an in oxygen tank, <laughs> and we need to put it in the shark's mouth. <laughs> it sounds like the other guys with Will Ferrell, where he. <laughs> constructs a, a a series of breathing devices so the tuna can kill the lion Guys, and then yeah. come back. Yeah, it's not going to happen. They have no. chain mail. You're wrong. <laughs> okay. Sharks and can only so, bite, right? That's how the sharks kill. He's got chain mail. This is <laughs> all not just <laughs> a shark. This is a 5,000 pound great white And this shark. isn't just a man. This is a Viking. <laughs> this is a 5,000 pound Crazed man. Valhalla Viking. <laughs> All right, give me a ahead. five thousand pound man with a <laughs> with like a two thousand pound axe. Yeah, I'll give it to him. All right, moving on. All right. So well, what's the fatality, Viking. Kyle? What what would we call it? Uh, He's gonna bite his head off. I don't know. <laughs> Blood loss. Decapitation. Right. Decapitation. There you go. All right, Danny Lags. Thank you for dividing this podcast yet again. <laughs> Let's move it on now to Ather Kadir, who asked the question. Well, dog, I have a question for the coach, baby. If our defense is healthy in top six, can they win the Super Bowl, baby? I believe they do, but let's hear the coach. FTR Herbal MVP bolts up 23. Love you. Bye, baby. All right, coach. What you got? What do you think? <laughs> Instantly, when you started reading this question, my mind went to the fact that the Chargers have had the number one ranked defense and offense in the same season and didn't win the Super Bowl. So I don't think it's a guarantee that if we have a top six defense, we win the Super Bowl. There's just so much that goes into it. 
Mm-hmm. So much has to be luck and crazy stuff happening. And yeah, I don't know. I, I Obviously, with the offense that we should have, if we can have a top 10 defense, top six, I think we have a good chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if the offense can bounce back from last year, you know, and obvious struggles, not like, boy, they just didn't do it right. Obviously, a lot of people got hurt last year, which includes... Yeah. Rashawn Slater, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and even Justin Herbert. And Isaiah Spiller, if you want to throw that into the mix as well. Like, all of these guys. And Trey Pipkins. Like, all of these guys getting hurt in some fashion. So, if offense can stay healthy and execute to a tier that we're expecting from Kellen Moore, that's that's going to be a really dangerous offense. And and I can't wait to see it. And the the, first defense, first offense had the worst special teams. I don't think Ficken's going to have the worst special teams. So I think think minimum minimum middle of the pack special teams. And I think if you're middle of the pack there and then you're a top top 10 on both offense, defense, that's, you know, you could win the AFC West with that for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Excellent point. All right. There you go, Athir Kadir. Thank you for asking the question. And we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with our old buddy Jeebs. The D is silent. And let's shout out to Rebolted 2006. You guys basically asked the same question, but I'm going to go with Jeebs on this one because I haven't heard his name in a while. So, Jeebs, he's been here silent. You go. He's been a little silent. Ooh, yeah, sexy boys. <laughs> Long time, yeah. Welcome to draft week. It's so exciting, yeah? I'm more excited than a puppy with two schnitzels. Mm. I'll keep this short because I have a special request, yeah? What would be the perfect first three rounds, hmm? Yeah, I mean so perfect that you would rip off your clothes and run butt-ass naked around the block, yeah? Then come home and book a flight to Las Vegas, yeah? And even take a run with Survive or, in Vully's case, take a run with someone else's wife, yeah? (laughs) Mm, Sexy bull party time, yeah? Okay, as for my special request, let's get Rule Doggy Dog to do some song covers, yeah? Like, uh, that's what I call music bulldog edition, yeah? Mm, okay. You've asked for it. Here we go. <laughs> One, two, three inches of four. Bulldoggy dog and the dog and bros are at the door. Yeah, ready to make an entrance. So back on up. Give me the microphone first so I can burst like a bubble. Yeah, the dog and brothers and bulldog together. Now you know you in trouble. Ain't nothing but a boat thing, baby. baby. Three bolted up cheese so we go crazy, yeah. Fan sided is a label that pays me. <laughs> Unfadeable, so please don't try to fade this, yeah. It's like this and like that and like this and yeah. It's like this and that and like this and that, yeah. It's like this and that, yeah. So what do you think, sexy boys? Not bad, yeah. Oh, yeah, and f- the Raiders, K loves you. Bye. Oh my god, that was awesome. Ain't nothing but a welcome boat back, thing, baby. Yeah, welcome back, Jeeves. Man, been silent too long. for too long. Missed you. Too long. I know it's football's coming back when Jeeves reappears. Yeah, good things are a brewing. If the Jeeves like sees his shadow, yeah. then you know you're in for a good draft. Jeeves is our groundhog. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um. All right. Well, we kind of at least went through a partial. Three round mock draft there, but this so, this is but we this isn't like if it 
I wouldn't rip my clothes out for, off for that. For that. Oh, for that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'd be like, cool. that's just your prediction. Yeah, okay. it's not like if we want to get crazy. I want Bijan yeah. Robinson, Michael Mayer, and Zay, Zay Flowers in the same f-ing draft somehow. All in the first round. Yeah, we give up Austin Eckler for one of the picks. We give up some other shit. Um, <laughs> maybe some <laughs> some other some, other shit. <laughs> some some money to you know some gift cards to the we merch give a gift store. card to Texas Roadhouse yeah. and call it good. <laughs> just some shit. Give me Zay Flowers, Bijan Robinson, you get a and Michael onion. Mayer. Yeah, you give me everything. Yeah, I would rip off every piece of clothes if we if we could get those three uh, in the first round. <laughs> so w- wait, what was it again? Bijan, Zay, and Michael. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's you not hot. listening. Yeah, yeah that's, it. that's very hot sounding. Ooh, uh, could you think of another name in there, Kyle, that you would throw that would be perfect? No, <laughs> you just gave Justin all the toys with that. Yeah, that's really that's funny. a lot of toys. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yep, that's our rip off our clothes type of night. Oh, yeah, it's getting cr- <laughs> getting real. We might never be invited back anywhere by the we might oh, lose no. our season tickets. We're losing, oh, yeah, they, we're getting yeah, perma banned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perma band, yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's okay um, if that happens. It's okay, yeah. Worth you win some, right. you lose some. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, Jeeps. Thank you for asking the question and rebolted two thousand six. Thank you both for asking the question about our perfect first three picks, uh, and thank you everybody for asking questions and ask Bolt fam. We greatly appreciate it. It makes these episodes so ding dang fun. Yeah. And uh, and God, now we got the draft coming up. Um, that's basically it for the episode. Any final thoughts there, gentlemen? Can't believe I get to see you guys in like 72 hours. Bolt up, boys. Insane. (sighs) This happens very, not enough in my opinion, so I'm so excited. Well, when it does happen, it's normally during the football season. This is kind of the first time outside of the football season that we actually kind of get to do something. Do something. I'm so excited. This is meant to be. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be a really good time. Um, We'll see you folks. Uh, Again, we'll be dropping content during the draft. So Mm -hmm. if if you're following us on Twitter and Instagram, you're going to see some funny videos coming there. And if you want to see the really funny stuff, it's going to be over at patreon.com slash charger chat. But that's going to do it for this episode, folks. Don't forget to bolt up. Because we're ready for any squad, any place. K love you, bye. K love you, bye. K loves you, bye, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And now, a word from our sponsors. TikTok click clocks. When you're under time pressure and you don't know what to do. Hans TikTok click clocks, motherfucker, is the timepiece for you. When you are responsible for the happiness of thousands of strong fans and you're shitting your pants, Hans TikTok Click Clock, motherfucker, is the timepiece for you. Guten Tag.